0: well I'm so glad that you are joining us for this part of the service if there's anyone knocking about the house who's not yet in front of the screen call them grab them come and get them to sit their bums on the sofa if you are watching on catch up then I'm so pleased that you have joined because I've got a message that I'm so excited about to share with you this is a message that God dropped in my spirit quite a few years ago and both Pastor Mike and I over Christmas we thought that we really needed to bring this message at the near beginning of this year because I think it's really going to help us in this season. And um, this has been one of my favorite ever messages uh, that I have preached to practically help me apply the word of god to my day-to-day living and so i'm excited to share it with you i'm expectant to share it with you and over the next couple of weeks as a church we're looking at this whole campaign of abide abide how do we abide well i'm going to tell you in the next few moments when we finish church when we finish this message you are going to have a better understanding of how we can practically apply this word to our lives and abide in jesus so let's have a little look at the verse that we've got it says remain in me now remain let's just pause there for a minute remain it can sound like a real boring word it can sound like an unproductive word to remain and to abide and sort of stay still but i tell you to remain in your lord is the most productive thing that you can ever do with your life every single day remembering to remain in him so let's look at how we do that so remain in me as i also remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself and i tell you in this season we are going to find it hard to bear any fruit especially without being in god it must remain in the vine neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me John 15 4 and what I love especially about this passage is that Jesus isn't just saying remain in me he is confirming and reminding us that he likes to remain in us this is the thing that I love about our faith This is a two-way relationship. This is not religion that we speak of week after week. This is a relationship with the living God, the God of the universe, the Jesus that is so unbelievable that many still can't believe in him. That very God wants to remain in you. He loves it. He loves to walk with you. He loves to abide in you as you abide in him. So I want to look at this passage. It's a Christmas passage, and we have just come out of Christmas. Um, And it was at Christmas time that this word first came to me. But what this passage does, and you can turn to it, it's in Isaiah 9, 6. But it unravels for us the very few pointers that we need to help us understand how we can practically abide in our Lord. And so I'm going to read it and what you do when you read it is that you very quickly discover that that baby jesus that came at christmas time the hope of the world the gift that everyone talks about being the reason for the season it helps you understand more realistically more authentically how This baby Jesus was a gift to our everyday living. He's not just the gift for the world. He's not just the hope of creation. He is a gift to our daily day life. And sometimes what we do at Christmas time is we expose the message and we, you know, parade and campaign the message of Christmas and the hope of Jesus. But so often what we can do is we can leave the baby Jesus swaddled up in a manger. Jesus sent us gifts so often we can leave those gifts underneath the Christmas tree. I don't know what people do that, but there are gifts wrapped up in baby Jesus that have our name on it. That was intended for us to grab a hold of and unswaddle and apply and walk into every day of our lives. Jesus didn't just come so that we would have life, but he came so that we'd have it in its fullness every single day. Day. And so let's look at this passage and have a look at the breakdown of some of the different, just some of the different gifts that came at Christmas time to help us walk into the rest of our year. Okay, it says, but to us a child is born, to us, a son is, give- is given, and the government will rest upon his shoulders, and he shall be caught wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. And then it goes on to say that there will be no limit to the peace that he brings. And you know, when I first read that passage, I closed my eyes and I heard the Holy Spirit show me very clearly that heaven has given to you and I a very expensive, a very qualified, and a very supernatural heavenly entourage to surround our life. When we talk about Jesus being a gift that came at Christmas time, I want to expose to you afresh this morning of exactly what that gift looks like when we unswaddle it and we surround ourselves with it in our daily lives. We have got a heavenly entourage. And if you don't know what an entourage is, I'll explain it to you. Sometimes an entourage gets over-associated with celebrity status. It's something you can only normally attain if you have the money to or if you are a royalty. And in the dictionary it says that an entourage is a team of people that surround and attend to a very important person. And in entourages, in the secular, we have things like PAs, we have makeup parties, we have fitness trainers, we have people that go on the road with you, that do touring with you, we have bodyguards if you are an important person. There's many things that you can have in your entourage. The entourage, is, their job is to walk with you, surround you, and help you do your life. And you and I, we both have this entourage. In fact, an entourage isn't a secular thing. I think it was heaven's idea first. As we read this passage and we see the different eights in Jesus' characteristic that have been sent and given to us through this baby Jesus. So I want to unpack them. Um, little by little, there's five here that we are seeing in this passage. And I want to look at how we walk with the heavenly entourage in a socially distanced world. And normally, when I've preached this message in the past, I physically get people around me to surround me to show you how we abide in Jesus practically and how the heavenly entourage surrounds and walks with you in your life. But because we're socially distancing, I can't physically show you that today. And so, I'm going to need you to use your own heart heart and mind to paint this picture that I'm going to explain to you of how this works and how the heavenly Jesus comes to you as all of these different kind of helpers around your life to help you in your day today. And so the first one that we have, it says that the government will rest on his shoulders. Here is the first piece to our entourage. It is a personal Assistant. Now I know when we read that, we say the government will rest on his shoulders. And man, do we need that word more than ever right now? We pray for our government. And Boris with his funky hair, God has such a sense of humor. We pray for all the politicians that, Lord, they would come and know you as their own personal Lord and Savior. And that, Lord, you would give them wisdom to lead us. Lord, giving them heavenly insight and Lord, I pray that every time there's a press conference, every time a p- politician speaks, and sometimes we may not like what they say, I pray that you would remind us, Holy Spirit, that the government rests on your shoulders. Amen? But anyway, this passage the government will rest on your shoulders. Now, what I began to do was I actually began to personalize that scripture. And it, I began to read it as the governance of my life will rest on your shoulders the governing and the planning and the running of my days will rest on his shoulders. And the message version says that he will take over the running of the world. That's how it translates it. And so again, I personalized it and said, He will take over the running of my life, the running of my dates. And you know, that's exactly what a PA does. A personal assistant's job is to come in, take your diary, take your life and take over the running of your life so that your day-to-day is organized and that your day-to-day is productive. Their job is to come in and say, you know what, we're going to sort out your diary over here, we're going to sort out your dates, we're going to make sure you are where you need to be whenever you need to be there. I'm going to dictate who you spend time with and what meetings you do choose to accept and what priority. A PA will come and say, no, no, you haven't got time to go out there tonight. Can't go party because you've got to be in bed early for church in the morning. Let's prioritize. I know what's going to help your life. I know what's going to do, what it is that's in your heart that you want to achieve. Their job is to also, you know, help you with your errands. Sometimes when someone says, can I help you with anything? Can I do anything for you? You're like, no, there's nothing you can do. Or you, you feel the niggle in your head of all the things you do need help with. But for some reason, when people say, can I help you? You're like, no, they don't mean that thing that's in my head that's causing me stress right now. And sometimes those, those little stresses and errands in your head are just things like, I need to get some bread and milk, and I know I need to do this, and I know I need to get the back gate fixed, and I know I need to do that, and I need to get this sorted. And sometimes we never expose the little errands that we know we we really could do help with but you know this is how God and Jesus is so personal they come and they know exactly what it is that you need doing and they want to come like your personal helper scoop it off your plate and help you achieve what is causing you so much stress and get it done in no time you see sometimes personal stresses are just as small as not being able to get a car space in the car park and I remember saying to someone once you know sometimes I pray for my car space at Tesco I remember this helpful person telling me well oh, no 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 I don't pray for things like a car space because we you know we need to pray for things that are really really important I know there's people dying and people need healing and you know you know we've got a god who can do all of those big things, but how much more can he then do the little things? God is personal, and he didn't put limitation on your prayer. Instead, he said, pray without ceasing. Pray for the big and pray for the small. Sometimes you don't have enough faith to pray for the big because you don't pray for the small things, the little niggles, the errands that are stressing your life out. And so, yes, I pray for a car space at Tesco, and God sees how the little errand and the little niggle kind of magnifies a bigger problem and he helps you sort it out because god knows that if i can't get a car space he knows I can't get in the shop and if I can't get in the shop I can't get food for my kids and if I don't get food I cannot cook if I don't cook I can't put food on the table and if I don't put food on the table nobody in my house eats and if no one in my house eats well, eventually we are going to die and so God sees the stress and he doesn't ask questions he just goes hey let me help you I've come as a personal helper a personal person to come and assist your life but so often we don't unravel the gift of Jesus and we go oh no I'll just deal with it myself I'll just saw it out myself. And God's like, no, I want to help you. I want to help you in your personally day-to-day dealings. You know, another thing that a PA does is they come and if you have a big job or if you have a presentation to deliver, a PA's job is to go and do the, the the research for you so that you can present a presentation well or you have all of the facts that you need. And you know, the whole of heaven has worked over time with getting the research that you need to live your life. It's called the Bible. It's called the Word of God, an instruction manual to help you perform better, to help you live your life better and do things the way that you know that we are going to need to do them. And so God is our PA. And I know some of you might find that offensive. Oh, I can't call God my PA. He's the boss. Yes, he is the boss. But he's a big enough boss to take on many different roles around us. And you know, I have not demoted God. It was actually God that demoted himself because he's the one that got off his throne in heaven. And he humbled himself and came to earth. Why? To show us how to run our lives. To show us the way. show us how to do our lives he's the one that put down the golden chalice in heaven and came down and picked up a baby bottle of milk he's the one that has all this humility that says i want to be a personal helper to you so right now You have gained something. You have got a PA. Some of you never thought you would ever have a PA, but you have got a PA attached to your life. And oh my goodness, the PA you have got is so overqualified, but cannot wait to help to serve you. The second thing that we have in entourages is many entourages will include a shrink or a counselor or someone to go on the road with someone to help keep them sane or keep them talking or keep their mind and their spirit healthy. So, so important. And right now, anxiety and depression, bad thoughts are crippling our nation. And I know if they're crippling you right now as our member, I want to say right now, that you're not on your own, and we are praying for you. And I pray right now for your spiritual, your mental, mental health right now, that, God, you will breathe afresh the Holy Spirit. You will be with every single person that is in our church that is struggling with their mental health. Would you come alongside them as the wonderful counselor and take their hand as we walk together in this season? And we love you, church. And you know no one needs to be ashamed if you are struggling with mental health because you know what, it is not unknown right now and it's to be expected I think in this kind of season to be even more prevalent and so as your pastors I want to say loud and clear that we have got your back in this and we are no strangers to suffering with mental health ourselves been many times that we have had anxiety in the past or thoughts and feelings and gone through seasons of depression but we are with you in this and so is Jesus. Jesus, you know what? I think he gets it more than we get it because why else would he supply to us a counselor? And I want to just say loud and clear as well. When I talk about the wonderful counselor, that doesn't mean that you don't, you don't have a human a, a counselor if you need it. You still pursue those things. I'm not saying that you don't need medication if your doctor instructs you to have it. Keep doing those things. But you know what the undercurrent of all of that is, is that we have a wonderful counselor that is the foundation of all of those things that can help work in all of those things. And You know what I love about the Bible? It doesn't say funky counselor. It doesn't say weird, confusing counselor. Doesn't say expensive counselor, it doesn't say a counselor that's on a time limit limit or on a clock. It says wonderful counselor you have a personal wonderful counselor for your life that knows your heart knows your mind better than you know your mind and every minute of the day is absolutely ready on tap to pull out the shaylange and say lie down tell me what's going on we'll talk it out and you know what? i will give you wisdom if you want it It could be moments where you are just in a meeting, you're at work, you're in a situation, you're on a Zoom call where you go, you know what, I don't understand what's going on, but there is a flood of emotions and I just don't understand and I don't know what to do with this. You know what you can do? You can walk out for a moment, say, I need to take a moment. You can switch off your camera if you're in a Zoom meeting and you need to go and dial up your wonderful counselor and go, you know what, I don't know what's going on, but I just need you to download to me some wisdom. I need you to steady me, I need you to still me. You know what, it can be a matter of minutes where you just go... Now I feel like I've got some strength, and you are able to walk back into that room. You can um, switch your camera back onto that Zoom meeting, and feel a sense of peace because you've got an on-call counsellor that is ready to speak to you whenever you need it. You know what my number one habit is? Is talking out my problems all the time with anybody that will listen. And you know what I get really discouraged by? Is that sometimes. No one can give me answers to my problems. Sometimes I put too much weight and expectation on other people and God's like, hey, that's what I'm here for. I'm the wonderful counselor. Yes, utilize other people. Yes, utilize the things around us that are going to help us in our mental health and just in, in, our, in our soul health. But never, ever forget that number one speed dial of the wonderful counselor that is ready and willing to just be with you and hear with you, hear from you and download wisdom that you need that is perfect for your situation the third thing that we have in our entourage is a mighty God and when I hear the word mighty I think of those big people in the gym with the big muscles um, in the part of the gym that I would never dare to go they're like the mighty gods of the gym and God is this mighty strong physical um, physically big and strong as well as spiritual big and strong he's all powerful he's all I can't even have words to explain his might. And so, this one I have attached and associated with the fitness trainer, the personal fitness trainer. We have a personal fitness trainer attached to our life. And you know what? That's a really cool thing to have in an entourage. Many entourages will have um, personal fitness trainers to help them stay physically and mentally strong. And here's the job of the fitness trainer. Their job is not to just roll out an exercise plan to you. Their job is to personalize an exercise plan for you. Their job is to know your muscles and to know what your muscles need and to know the very exact weight of how much you can take at what time. And the Bible says that the Lord will never place on you what you cannot bear. He will never give you something that you cannot bear. This season, you can bear it, you can do it, and not only can you bear it, but I believe we can thrive in it because we have got the fitness trainer right next to us. And you know, there are two types of pains that can come with fitness training. You can have the pain that you get when you work along a fitness trainer, the pain of a good pain, a pain that means that your muscles are building, that while they're breaking to build stronger. Or you can get a pain when you have pulled a muscle or where you have damaged a muscle because you were training along and you might have, training alone, you might have overexerted yourself. And sometimes when we do too much too soon, we can hurt and damage our muscles instead of training them and helping them. And that's why it's so important in the spiritual to attach ourselves to our spiritual fitness trainer, the mighty God that is our Lord. Because he will run with us. He will walk with us when the running gets too much. He will be with us when the weights are on us. And he'll be the one that when we're feeling sick, he'll go, no, 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 you can carry on doing this. You can keep going. I know your strength better than you know your strength. When it gets hard and the storms get really stormy and the rain starts to come, he goes, don't pay attention to that. That's just water. You can carry on running. That's just a storm. Just say, be still, be quiet. You can keep going. I know that you can run through this. And when you do, you come out stronger and you know that you can do it. And you know you can trust his word because sometimes if we don't have his word in our ear, we'll give up. we can trust him because he knows our strength and he knows what's on the other side and he knows that we're going to come out better of the storm that's why we apply the fitness trainer to our entourage that's why we have him close so that we the pain that we go through doesn't destroy our muscles doesn't destroy us but actually makes us fitter and makes us stronger and makes us faster and i tell you abiding in your lord church we're going to come out of this storm we're going to come out of this pandemic fitter in our faith more fervent fervent i don't know that word let's forget it more tenacious more strong more ready for the next season that's come in after that so he will bring it all to good as the bible says and then the fourth thing that we have is the everlasting god the everlasting father the eternal father. I don't know what your physical father is like. I don't know what your experience has been. I don't know if you have a dad. I don't know if you've lost a dad. I don't know if you have a great dad, but you know what, no matter the status, let me remind you of the everlasting father that you have. The father in heaven. And this one's important because you know this one, this one doesn't rally you out of bed to go running. This one doesn't strengthen your muscles. This one doesn't, you know, get your diary out and look at your productivity and help you with your errands. This one doesn't get you talking to help with your, you know, your mind and things like that. This one, this one just lets you be. This one is the one that just says, you know, what? I don't want anything from you. I just want you to come lay your head on me. I just want you to come sit. In fact, while you sit, let me just show you how proud I am of you let me get the photo album out let me show you when you did this let me remind you of who you are and whose you are let me show you how how it put a smile on my face when i saw you doing that the other day when you were doing nothing but you were just bringing me joy and pride let me show you how much you mean to me let me just bring you some comfort right now because i delight in just sitting with you and being your father i'm never going to leave you i'm never going to forsake you that's what it means and that's why it's so important To have the father and to remember regularly that you have a father, a father, a heavenly father that is part of your day that wants to abide in you. This is the one that I think is also translating in normal natural entourages because there are many entourages that contain family members to the person that's being served because I think we've understood that sometimes Family are the safest. In some cases they're not, but I've seen a lot of celebrities actually employ their own family members into their entourage because there is a qualification that you cannot buy, and it's family, it's the blood. You know that they won't leave you, they know that they bring something to the team that doesn't necessarily be something you can put into words or give a job title to, but it it serves a purpose that you can't always explain. It's family. And Jesus, He's your family. And so when you just need to be, when you just need to be still, when you just need to enjoy, He rates that part of His character to you as much as He does as being your God. He's not just our boss. He's not just our Lord. He's not just our judge. He's not just our friend and our mate. He's not just. A helper, he's not just our healer, but he wants to be our father. He wants to be your dad. It's so intimate, so personal. And it explains a lot about the heart of Jesus and it explains a lot about our faith. And that's why I say again, we are not in a religion, we are in a relationship. And so never forget that part of your entourage is this eternal father. And then the last one that I have, it says Prince of peace prince of peace and i've associated this one with the security or the bodyguard if you like and this is the one that is so important that you don't leave the house with if you can't leave the house don't leave your bed without the security guard is the one that protects you and you know when you walk around with a security when you walk around with big security that you know are skilled to take a bullet for you if the occasion arose you know you're going to feel fully secure in the fact that you are going to be safe safe and sound and so when what comes with security is peace the peace and it says in the scripture i already said it that his peace knows no end his peace keeps on going And when you apply and you abide in the Prince of Peace, it is like walking with a bodyguard. It's like walking with a security. You know what the job of security is? They are supposed to go before you. They're supposed to go behind you. They're supposed to be at the side of you and all around you. Their job is to walk into an area or an environment before you get there and check it out and make sure it's secure and make sure it's safe for you. And then they go, hey, you can come now. You can walk this way. I'll open the door for you. Sometimes when doors close, closes is the reason perhaps because they've been ahead of you and know that that's not the place that you need to go that that place isn't ready yet or that place isn't safe for you to go they'll hold they'll hold back and say no don't go here I need to lead you somewhere else and sometimes we get discouraged when doors shut but sometimes we want to just be thankful that there's a security there's a heavenly bodyguard that may be standing between you and a door that you're trying to push open they'll go no no I'll show you this way this is the way that you need to go this is the way that I have picked out and I have checked out that is perfect for you to walk. Their job is to surround everywhere and make sure that all around you there is no arrow being shot at you. There is no enemy that can come and attack you without going through them first. You have a security. You have a very expensive force around you. You have a bodyguard that will not let harm come to you. It is a shield to your life. And they sometimes don't feel like they're right there next to you because sometimes the bodyguard's job is to be a bit further away not so up close and personal they're over there but in those moments when you don't see them or don't feel that they're right there you can have the surety that you are secure and you can be at peace because you are protected they are watching over you jesus has got a whole army of angels that are surrounding your life and watching over your life and so i want to appeal to you do not forget don't get up don't take another step don't walk out of your front door anymore in 2021 without surrounding yourself in a right in the middle of your holy and anointed and heavenly supernatural and powerful entourage that surrounds your life. You have got the personal assistant, the personal helper in Jesus. You've got the wonderful counselor who is protecting your mind and your soul and your spirit. You have got the Fitness trainer who knows that you can take more when you, when the life deals you more, they know your strength and will help build your muscles and make sure that it's always going to be better on the other side and worth something. And you also have the everlasting, the eternal father that is so proud of you and cheering you on. And lastly, you have the security guard, the bodyguard that is protecting your life so you can be in this peace that passes all understanding. Father I thank you for your heavenly entourage. I thank you for the gift of Jesus and I pray that from now on as a church and anybody that is watching we will no longer ever leave any bit of that baby Jesus swaddled up in a manger. Lord I pray we will get rid of the manger and we will unswaddle every gift that you have for us and you sent for us in your son. I pray that as we walk into a new week and continue to walk into this brand new year that the entourage of heaven will be surrounding our lives as we abide in you every single day amen church i love you and go get it this week we're doing well